0: On today's Locked On Royals, Locked On Padres crossover podcast, we're going to discuss the Sunday Night Baseball meltdown, the the catastrophic Oakland A's series, and home run celebrations. The hottest topic in baseball right now. Let's get into it.
1: You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Let's get it going on the Lockdown Padres Lockdown Royals crossover episode. I am your host, Ryland Stiles. My co-host on this crossover podcast is Javier Reyes, and we have some awesome topics for you, Javi. Your team is fresh off of a disappointing loss on Sunday Night Baseball, which lost me my fantasy baseball game, which I am Mm. very devastated about. My team is fresh off of a catastrophic series against Oakland where Mm. they lost two out of three to the dreadful A's and continued this terrible season. And I want to ask you a lot of Mm. questions Mm. about Mm. this burning, burning weekend. And I think one of the burning topics around baseball, Mm. let's start with this Mm. Monday. After a loss like that on Sunday and mm. a series like Kansas city had, what is your best coping mechanism?
1: Ooh, I like that. I like this. This is a good question. See, this is what folks for those who don't know, Rylan always messages me before we do our weekly crossover, and he's always like, all right, here's what we're going to talk about. But sometimes he tells me I'm going to, I'm going to spring some stuff on you. It's always exciting. And this is a great question. The coping with loss. I think everyone has like their comfort shows. Right. Like, that's that's a thing. I am a type who does not want to associate myself with bad losses, with anything baseball related. I will go and play the the friggin Pac-Man arcade machine if I have to. Like, I will do anything that is not baseball. I will do anything that's not sports. Look, and, and this is not baseball, but after the New England Patriots ruined the potential just morale booster that was the 2016 Super Bowl after they beat the Atlanta Falcons. I went and rewatched Naruto, which I've watched 57 times, and rewatched it that night. Not all of it, obviously. It's too long for that. But I like just went upstairs, laid in my bed, put it on my phone, and that's what I did. I didn't I ignored all texts, didn't go on Twitter because it was a nightmare for me. It was terrible. It could have healed the nation. And Boston Sports yet again, always associated with evil. Um, beat them that day. And with the Padres, like let's say last year when they lose on the Bryce Harper uh, home run, essentially, they don't bring in hater for whatever reason. Um, I just played, I forgot what I was playing. It was, I think it was called like a short hike. This It's a really soothing little indie game that I recommend everyone playing for whatever your stress is because you're just like this little penguin lad that's like walking around and trying to find stuff and climb a mountain. And it's really, really great. I highly recommend it. Rylan, you would enjoy it. Um, go check that out, guys, if you haven't already. Um, that's what I usually do with coping. And in this case, you know, I put out my episode yesterday and talked about it that the pods have just been, unfortunately, every time it looks like they're going to go nuclear, they suffer losses like this. This hasn't been the worst loss of their season. They had a worse stretch where they only scored two runs in four games uh, where the Brewers smacked them up. Brave smacked them up a little bit too. This hasn't been the – it's not the worst series loss, but it is frustrating that, you know, you're playing really well. You have the Mexico City series. Juan Soto is heating up and then – Soto goes cold. He makes an error that essentially costs the team the game on Sunday. Um, and then you have the rest of the team just kind of doesn't hit with runners in scoring position. That's been the whole thing for them all year. So it's it's been a frustrating up and down season for a team that allegedly has four MVPs in its lineup and isn't hitting better than the Oakland A's. Uh, so it's just been really rough overall, I think for the team. There's still a lot of hope. It's still so long, but that, that was a really long-winded way of me answering. Uh, just do nothing that's baseball-related. That's how I cope.
0: Well, that's a great point. And after this series, I am trying to find ways to cope. Healthier ways to cope. Because the Kansas City Royals hosted the Oakland Athletics for a three-game set. Lorenzo Cain, mm. retirement Mm. Like ballpark was packed, mm. and they dropped two out of three. Mm. Brady Singer, who I have said for three years now, has Cy Young potential, was terrible, arguably gutless in his loss and his outing. There was just nothing going right. Mm. But much like what you're saying, the Royals, obviously, you're not waiting for them to go nuclear. Yeah. But you are waiting for them to be respectable. Mm, mm. And each time that you think that they can be respectable, the comeback from behind win in Anaheim, that was electric.
1: Mm, mm. Each that was time electric. that you
0: think, well, this will be what sparks them this comeback win, this good outing from this pitcher, this multi home run, every t- time that you think, okay. This is going to roll into two games, into three games, into four games, and they're and they're going to make their record look respectable. Every time that's, that 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 happens, it doesn't. They just go right back to being terrible. And they did it again in this series, in the sense of they give us another marker. Sunday's win, where Yarbrough's throwing good, then gets hit on a comebacker, and he has to leave the game. You have to you have to make an injury replacement then you go in the in, in the bottom of the eighth and get insurance runs and you win the game and, and finally back on the winning side you take a, a you know a deep breath this should spark you as you enter a series against another downtrodden team in the Chicago White Sox and we'll see if it truly will or not but history says that it won't so every time that you want to just get on here and rip the royals for how bad they are like i wanted to about the the singer outing they do this stuff on Sunday where it's like, okay, this should be a, a moment that we look back at and say, that's whenever they became a more applicable team. And I think that the most frustrating part for the Royal season is that they are not the tigers. Like what the tigers are doing mm-hmm. right now, where they are three games under 500, but at one point this week they were 500 and they just keep flirting with it and hanging around and just like, everyone knows they're not good. Everyone knows they're not a playoff team, but that doesn't matter. They're playing some competitive baseball during a spurt of this season, the fact that they're not there is frustrating. But I also still, and maybe I'm stupid, but I also still don't think that they're this bad. I don't think that they're going to lose 150 games. Mm. They're not going to lose 120 games. But for now, it's dreadful. And so Javi, Mm. with all that being said, I have yet another exquisite question to ask you, which I think is a burning topic around baseball, which I think we're going to disagree on. Mm. And it's about home run celebrations. Ooh. And it's coming up after this, because we got to talk right now about our good friends over at eBay motors folks. Mm. eBay motors is the place that you want to be at because eBay motors understands that just, just like building a championship team and needing the right parts to be able to do that. You need the right parts to build the car that you want. So make sure you go right now to eBay motors and you're going to find the right part with the perfect fit for what you want to do and what you want to restore in your car. So the next time that you need parts and accessories for your vehicle, head on over to eBay motors with eBay motors guaranteed fit. You're going to be sure to have every part fit just right the first time around and add it to your ride using my garage and you look for that green check mark for the price to fit or your money back guaranteed because just like in sports, confidence is key to building a championship team, making sure you have the right fit around your roster, just like on eBay Motors with over 122 million parts to choose from. Uh, you're going to get your uh, car back in the game in no time. And it's so easy to bring home the right stuff guaranteed. So go right now, get the right parts, the right fit and the right prices at eBayMotors.com. Let's ride eBay guaranteed fit. To U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. We're back on the Lockdown Royals Padres crossover podcast. Mm. Folks, mm. home run celebrations. Oh boy. Javi, what is your opinion on home run celebrations? In general.
1: Look man. As, as a famous billionaire. Once incorrectly stated. Power to the people. Um, my thing is. It is so much more fun. And even if it is a dumb one. And what I mean by a dumb one is. Javi Baez last year. Celebrating a flyout, right, Because it ends up winning the game. And being super loud about it. I think it's fun. I think that it creates. Content. I think it creates discourse. And yes, not everyone's going to be as cool. You know what I mean? Not everyone looks as cool doing celebrations as Tatis. Not everyone does. You know, you're going to have some random, a weird, aggressive, like odd one, like Josh Naylor in the playoffs last year. He did the baby carry and it was so like loud and so like in your face and weird that I thought it was pretty cool um i i did in its own very bizarre way i think that sports don't have to be this beautiful pageantry of of elegance and luxury that you must respect the base paths and your time you must make sure to give the clearest of answers you must be all about the team and nothing else. No, no 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 this ain't the met gala all right This ain't that you're supposed to be. It's supposed to be messy. Sometimes it's supposed to be crazy. And Rylan, I do not care if you are lifting your finger. I don't, I simply do not care. If you want to speak, I'm going to finish And Look at him. Look at him doing the waggle. What are you? Matumbo doing the waggle over there. I think that I am full support of them. uh, And that the only unwritten rules I've ever been a, a fan of is like when, you know, Jose Tabata like intentionally got hit by a pitch to take away. Max Scherzer's perfect game. Other than that, celebrate away my friends or 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 if your team is down by like 12 runs and you start celebrating that's the only one that you might be like "Eh, it, it just looks bad because play the fans are gonna be like hey man like what's going on we're down by 12 it's cool what you did but also like come on you know that's just me though
0: it is flatly ridiculous that the royals The Royals, Mm. the Kansas City Royals, Mm. Mm. who currently today,
1: not the UK ones,
0: who currently today on May 8th Mm. in the year of our Lord, 2023, Mm. sit with a disgusting record of nine and 26, throw on a home run mask every time they hit a home run. That slices the lead to four. Cuts the deficit to four. Cuts the deficit to one. Mm -hmm. You do not get a turnover chain if you're an 0-10 team. You do not get a home run celebration if you're a billion games under 500. If you're in the year of our Lord 2023, before May 10th, you're over 10 games out of a wild card spot. You do not get a home run celebration. You flatly don't. You look ridiculous and I know it's a long season and I know that the players should be proud that they hit a home run because it is important even if it's a lost season record wise it's important for arbitration because teams if you don't hit home runs will use it against you I understand all of that but there's a way that you can go about this without embarrassing yourself embarrassing your city and embarrassing your fan base to put on that stupid asinine mask every time you hit a home run when your team doesn't have double digit wins yet is ridiculous. If you want to pull out a home run celebration that is team-wide, save it for August when you're in a a pennant race. But when you break it out, when you're 9 and 30 almost, to break it out when you're 9 and 26, when you're 3 and 7 in your last 10 games, when you're currently... Presently, double-digit games back of a wild-card spot. 11 and a half games back, Javi. You have one of the worst records we've ever seen in the history of this sport that spans over 100 years. And you're wearing a freaking mask every time you hit a home run. That is just plain, old-fashioned dumb. And some things are better the way they were before. (laughs) I don't care about pitch framing, which we've discussed on the show previously, but I especially do not care for these home run celebrations. Unless you're a team that deserves it. It's like, it's like earning your dessert after you eat your broccoli as a kid. Okay. If the Dodgers want to have a home run celebration, by golly, have it. If the Houston Astros want to have one, if the Padres want to have one, you know who doesn't get to have one though? A team that does not have 10 wins yet. In the year of our Lord, 2023, May 8th, you don't have 10 wins to your name. In this putrid A.O. Central, (laughs) you don't get a home run mask. I'm sorry. That's where we have to draw the line. We have to have some sort of line. And again, I am for the celebrations itself, but it makes no sense Mm -hmm. to do it from the word go for a team. That's going to lose a hundred games this year. And to do it when you're cutting the deficit from 12 to four, (laughs) (laughs) it makes no sense to do it.
1: Am I wrong? Am I the old man here? First of all, I want to ask one question. Do you think that in a vacuum that the mask is cool? In a vacuum. In a vacuum,
0: the mask is cool. You know what you know what it'd really be cool? Is if the if the Royals had a 20 and 8 record, it'd be really cool. But when that record's flipped on its head, it's ridiculous.
1: For those who don't know, and if you're watching video, I'm gonna hold it up to the camera real quick. It looks like Doctor Doom. It looks like MF Doom. For it's a my Marvel superhero
0: freaking mask, which is really cool <laughs> stuff to do if you win baseball games.
1: And I will say, Dr. Doom would be insulted himself because he's all about being superior. You know, that man is all, he says his name in third person, for God's sake. I mean, he's always like, Doom is the great. The Royals like, aren't even superior
0: than the, the Oakland Athletics, character. and they're moving to Vegas!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was alluding to earlier when I said that even when it's dumb, I enjoy it, and it's great. However, However, I think that That is, I think that people who are not Royals fans, if you're, those people, and I haven't seen them in fairness, like complaining about that stuff that doesn't affect you feels weird. And that feels a little bit more old man than me. You know what I mean? Just to me. But if you're a Royals fan and you're like, I don't like the mask, I at least understand a little bit more. But I also must say, Ryland, I also must say, it is also just a mask. It's so stupid. It's the principle. It's
0: the principle. I absolutely adore that Seattle Mariners triton after a home run. I adore it. Oh my god, that's the. I adore it, but they win baseball games right now. Hobby, hobby, hobby. Do the Mariners have double digit
1: number in the win column? Yes or no. So you're, you're. I feel like the good way for our impasse here is if you are an abysmal team, not like mediocre, not like. I think the Mariners have underperformed a little bit this year, if I'm not mistaken. They yeah, have, they're 17 17. But they have double but that's digit like, wins. You have double digit, you're competitive. They're, they're still not on open, pace to lose
0: 150 games.
1: I think you could also make the argument that at least it's given people something to be excited about with the Royals. It just looks stupid. Like to me, I love whenever stupid.
0: MJ hits a home run, but once he crosses home plate, I just have to look away. I cannot watch them <laughs> put on a mask. I cannot. You are such a boomer. And, when you have and to change every the article channel. from MLB. <laughs> has uh, every time that there's a home run hit, the the feature image is them wearing the mask. And I'm just like, <laughs> dude, they haven't won ten games yet. Ten? I'm not asking for a World Series. I'm not asking for a pennant. I'm not even asking for the division. I'm asking for ten wins. <laughs> ten wins? Are they gonna get ten wins before May tenth?
1: I think. I'm struggling on this one because I've known you for a while and you're usually not very boomer about takes. That's the other thing. So since you are here, it makes me want to give it a little bit more credence because you've never done this before. You know what I mean? I don't remember. The only time you've done this was when you did your Salvador Perez thing that he has great character because he doesn't cheat the system on the catch frame, which is the best take anyone has ever had in the history of locked on MLB. The whole network is the best take (laughs) that he said, I don't care. He puts it in the seats and he's not trying to cheat the system. He has great character. That's the best tick anyone's ever had. So I will say that you, you bring some points though. Like if you are abysmal, you just look dumb. But from my perspective, I like dumb things, but that could also just be my perspective. And that if this was the Padres and they were 9 and 25 and I see you doing that stuff, it's it's just a little bit weird. I would argue that the mask is pretty not – it's just inoffensive. You're just You're just kind of walking into the dugout. You put on a mask. And yes, we must mention uh, next week, we got to do the power rankings for best celebrations because I'm sorry, Padres fans, but that Trident is so freaking cool. It's so it's good incredible. whenever they have it. And out. I'm a fan it's of incredible. it and they it's should not, keep
0: doing it. But they're not 150 I, lost baseball club.
1: Yeah, I, I, you raised some good points. I would love the listeners to give their thoughts. I really would. I would love people to give their thoughts on the mask thing about home run celebrations in general.
0: And and, and and let me be clear as I'm, day I'm two, conflicted
1: i conflicted because I kind of like that you have this dorky, terrible let, team that works. Let, let me be clear as Dr. day. Doom let, me, let me be clear as day too. <laughs> if the Royals'
0: record was the Tigers' record, and we knew, hey, the Royals are still going to lose 100 games or 90 games or 85 games, and they're not going to make the playoffs, but at least they're playing competitive right now, and they want to wear a mask. Okay, cool. But hey, guys, let's leave the mask in the clubhouse. All right, if you're only gonna, if you're only going to win nine games. If you're not going to get your double-digit win by May 9th, by May 10th, let's let let's leave the mask at home, okay? Is that fair? Again, it's not about things. winning a World Series or being a playoff team. That you, you don't got to wait till this special moment to start celebrating. You can celebrate, but not when you've won less than 10 freaking games over a month into the season.
1: Two things. My last two points. Number one is pro. And that is, my pro reasoning is, in order to have the fun, you're going to also have to also the good deserved fun, like your Mariners, like your Padres, like whoever, like the Braves, whatever it is. I remember Guillermo Heredia like ran out with his paper swords. But, but do you remember that the Mariners? No, 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 I'm not done. I'm not done. Don't let me point. forget my of with thought. point.
0: But do you remember whenever the Mariners started that river okay. dancing thing last last year? Like they they circled around and started kick dancing, whatever that's called. Yeah. didn't start that in April. They started that mm. post trade line whenever they knew they were in the chase. And mm. I'm not saying that you have to wait that long, but by golly, you got to wait to your 10th win.
1: I think that in order to get the fun celebrations, you have to take the bad with the good. I think that that is my first point. And that if you want to get the really well-deserved ones, you're also going to have some dorky ones. Like I mentioned with Javi Baez, his home run. It's like, yeah, in order to get the cool Tatis ones, you're also going to get some dumb ones that at least will be entertaining for us to make fun of. Right, I imagine people are very entertained by you losing it right now. And now for my second point, the anti, Padres, they used to have the swag chain. They spun it around. I remember Don Orsillo, hey, I love it when they spin it. You know, He's spinning it around and Tatis hits the home run. They, they give him the swag and everything. Then the collapse happened. And you know what felt weird and makes me understand what you're talking about? Seeing them have this swag chain when they're having the biggest collapse in franchise history. It just feels weird. Was it deserved for that player? Yeah, of course. But I understand what you mean where you just look a little dumb when you have these celebrations and your team is doing what's going on right now. It's not as much a reflection of an individual player as it is just the overall culture of the team. So I guess that I didn't hate it because my thing is also I just like, whatever, I still like seeing the chain. But I can understand that if you are a losing ball club, like a bad, bad, something astronomically bad. And not, not like the Mets last year. I I still hate that everybody acts like the Mets choked last year. No, they didn't. They won 100 games, and the Braves are really good. Stop. Not like that, but if you're pulling a Padres or the Royals, that's my thing in favor of you. So, not in favor is in order to have the good, you have to take the bad and the silly, dumb things, but in favor of you is, hey, I remember what it was like when the Padres had this. So, I don't know. I'm a little bit split on this one. You somewhat talked me into it. I want to talk about Sunday Night Baseball coming up,
0: but to tie a bow on this, just so I shed my boomerism. Look, look. (laughs) I don't even care. I wouldn't even care if the Royals were, were 14 and 12 right now, or even if they were 12 and, and and 15 or 12 and 16, if they were somewhat just in the ballpark of respectability and, and they hit four home runs at the top of the first boom, 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 boom. And down the line, everyone wore the mask, but then they give up six runs in the eighth and lose the game. I wouldn't go back and say, we well, shouldn't have worn the mask in the first inning. I, that's not anything. I don't think that anyone's wrong for that. Celebrate in the moment. But you cannot do it when you're a less than ten one team. So, like if you if the if the Mariners hit a three run shot off the Astros in the sixth, and they plant the Triton outside of the dugout or whatever they do with it, and then they lose in the bottom of the ninth, I'm that's perfectly fine because in that in that sixth inning you deserved to celebrate, and on an individual basis. You do deserve to celebrate your own home runs because, like I said, it's it's a big deal for arbitration, and all these players pretty well are, are in that arbitration a- area, but don't make it a team-wide celebration like a turnover chain. You know why the turnover chain was cool? Because the, the, the Hurricanes were undefeated for 90% of that season. It wouldn't have been cool if they were a 1-in-10 ball club. Mm-hmm. It just wouldn't have been. Flatly. Coming up, let's talk Saturday Night Baseball. We're back on the Lockdown Padres-Royals crossover. Javi, your team was on Sunday Night Baseball, and I got two important anecdotes about that broadcast. First mm-hmm. and foremost, that's just a general, general opinion because it did not you know, affect your team specifically. We've seen players get mic'd up in live games, at all-star games, at home run derbies, at spring training games. But but over the course of these last couple of weeks, we've seen them get li- get live mic appearances
1: mm-hmm.
0: where there where jazz chisholm is in the middle of an at-bat and and, and they're asking him what are you looking for here while well, the catcher is crouched <laughs> down right underneath them where where mookie betts is, yeah. is playing the field in a division rivalry game and, and one of the best rivalries that we have in this sport mm-hmm. and, and a very important game for the standings come at the end of the year because even though it's early every game counts and every game measures up at the end of the time because I, I think that we can all agree the Padres and Dodgers are going to be separated by what? Two, three, four games max. So every game matters. Mm-hmm. And and so what is your opinion on miking up players in the midst of live regular season games?
1: It's tough because you obviously want to get the stars and the stars more often than not are probably going to be a position player. So like you, if you want to talk to Machado for a long time, like that, because then you can't only interview him in the dugout and then... The, the Padres go one, two, three, and then he goes out and you're like, all right, we'll leave you alone for now. We'll talk to you in an inning or so. I, I, I wouldn't mind it because then it spreads it out more, but I can understand like there's a just a producer T how TV is made type of situation. I like it when they do interview the pitchers, but then also do you want to just only interview pitchers like Blake Snell on his off day? Is great. That guy's always a great interview. Every time they have him on, that there's a reason why. If you're watching Padre's games, they always have him on. The the clip of him asking what WRC Plus is went viral. That was really funny. I was like, is, is that Ryland? Is <laughs> is can Ryland we, oh, can we by done? the way? Speaking
0: of that, can we can we stop with the comment section? If you're if you're a major league announcer and you don't know what WRC Plus Panda Express is, <laughs> then you should be fired. Like, no, dude, nobody cares. Nobody cares what WCR plus two minuses. Dude, he doesn't deserve to lose his job over that.
1: I agree with those comments. I do agree that this should probably, like, have a little bit of an idea but these guys are older and no also- it doesn't matter it's a to- made-up stat you it's know you a can watch stat. baseball not a you can- you're
0: allowed to enjoy baseball without using freaking advanced analytics every time you turn around and i'm sorry that's going to be taboo to say nowadays but if you want to be ignorant it's and and and, 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 and look at average on base percentage and rbis it's worked for a hundred years it's just baseball if you choose to go down the rabbit hole of like exit velocity and launch angle. That's perfectly okay, too. But don't mm-hmm. shame people for, like, not getting on board yeah. with the launch angle of a hit. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I think that It's not your job to guy, watch a baseball game with, with baseball savant open at
1: the same time. I think that if, like, a GM who assembles a team doesn't know advanced stats is like, what's that yeah. mean? That's yeah. probably a red flag, but that's never really That's not trickled down them.
0: to fans and yeah. to I think announcers that, and to everything else.
1: I think that it's, like, I'm just a little bit surprised that you haven't been curious to look it up, but it's not something I'm... It's more of a surprise rather than an annoyment, if that makes sense. Uh, and I think that in the case of Snell, it was just really funny. Hey, I saw someone, um, AJ Casabal, who writes about the BodyFilm who was like, I think Snell, forget the not knowing what it was. We need to change the name of it to like hitter tool or hitter, like something that's just easily approachable. Because when someone who doesn't know anything about baseball, they look at a stat that says XFIP, they're like, what does that mean? They, so you it should. means nothing. Like, come up with something. Like I think cuz WRC plus I think would be a great it's pretty easy. If you're over 100, you're 5% better or whatever. If you're 105, 5% better, 95 you're 5% worse. I just think that it's an easy one to explain. Just call it like hitter rating. You know what I mean? Like figure out a way to make it more approachable. I I think would be a cool thing. I don't think you have to take everything as directly for what it means cuz as Snell brought up, what the hell is the plus 4? <laughs> I was like, "Good point. I don't even know what the" plus is. <laughs> the plus. he's like yeah but why plus it's what's, like, what's a great
0: in runs it's just, created oh. in rbis
1: i think the problem with rbis is that they don't necessarily reflect the goodness of the player uh as well as these other stats i'm not saying they're useless i don't like when people say stats are useless every stat has a, a, a value in some way
0: well of course according to your people that love advanced analytics average has no purpose at all so
1: <sighs> see that's a, that's one that we're split on in the community. Everyone's split. Yeah. I think it yeah. Yeah. I Bill think James the, comes
0: around and writes a freaking book, and now all of a sudden, average is out.
1: I think situational it matters if you have second and third, and Joey Gal is up versus Tim Anderson. I think that matters. I think it matters less when we're talking about what will be good for the portion of 160. You know what I mean? I think that if you have a great walk rate, that way when you're in a slump, right. That that way, when you're not making contact, you're still able to get on base in another way. I think it matters over a prorated 162 sample, but when it comes to the playoffs, and like who would you? Those guys with the average, and you got to have an on base skill too. But they tend to, you know, like maybe if you're a 340 on base, whatever. I think you just see that those players will tend to get whatever hit you want. That's just me, because um, oh well, so, the team that and, hit the and, most hit homers in the playoffs, yeah, but. Then why aren't the Yankees ever leading the, the playoffs of the home, uh, yeah. and home runs every year? Cause they, they go a little bit too far with on base percentage, but that's just me. And, and again, that's just, I, I don't have a problem with advanced analytics. I like it. I in <laughs> do. Are you in baseball,
0: sure? <laughs> yes, I do. I truly do. In basketball, I'm on synergy. I'm looking up the, the points per possession created off of screen passes. Like I'm, I'm doing all that stuff too. And in baseball, I'm on baseball Savant all the time, but what I don't like is in the baseball community specifically, it's not like this in any other sport. In football, mm. basketball, there's nowhere you can go and just be a fan and just relax and say, yeah. "Hey, he hits 300, I like him. Hey, hey, he gets 100 RBIs, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that guy." If you do that, you are you are been upon by every <laughs> fan on demand. By they're calling you an idiot. They're saying you're behind the times. They're saying you refuse uh-huh. to, to to adapt. Like they are calling you every name in the book because you just simply like batting average, what you've grown up with and loved your entire life. I will. And not every fan has to be a freaking bill james it's okay Mm -hmm. to have a fandom Mm -hmm. where you just want to sit home relax have a cold one watch the game see who it's 300 and say oh yeah i think he's a pretty good player (laughs) like not everything has to be diagnosed to the exact millisecond if that's the case then why watch the game just go on baseball savant the next day and look it up yeah so
1: this is what the argument for me has been for a while where this is why i like enjoy writing about like the silly things in baseball um and not necessarily like analysis because when you have an NBA conversation, you say, "Oh, who's better, Shea Gil- Gilgis Alexander or Kyrie Halliburton?" When you're having that argument, you will eventually, eventually, possibly bring up stats. Baseball, but first is you're going to say, "Who's got that dog?" Thing that you do. The first thing you do is pull up Baseball Reference, and I don't think that it's a good thing in discourse and having fun that the first thing you do is go to a stat page. You will eventually, for basketball, if you get really into it. But rarely do you, do I like if I'm at a, a bar or I'm with friends. I don't think people immediately bring up average depth of target when they're debating uh, Justin Herbert versus Aaron Rodgers or stuff like that. They don't. They, they bring up what they've watched and the sample size, and then here's what I think, and that's cool. You, and stats are important, but I get what you mean about like the the conversation and that yes, and they're important for
0: owners and for GMs and for managers. <laughs> they're so important. Bad. They're important for organizations i hope that the royals start to embrace analytics at an organizational level but does that mean that i should never have a conversation with a fan that thinks that average is important of course not i want to have that conversation it is okay for fans to have different discourse than the mm-hmm. ownership mm-hmm. and then gms and then managers we don't have to be robotic like well this is the only stat that truly qualifies how good this player is mm-hmm. no sometimes you just got that dog in him sometimes you just look he just like <laughs> sometimes sometimes, yeah, so, dog in him like it's not that, that dice, serious, dude. That like <laughs> the, the the toxicity of base of the baseball community is getting to the point where it phases out just everyday fans because you just can't have a conversation anymore unless you have studied everyone's baseball savant page. You just can't. And and that's what I don't like. I love advanced stats in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball. I love it. I don't know about hockey. I, I watch some playoff hockey, but I don't like know any stats even in general about hockey. But in those three sports, I love advanced stats. But only in baseball is the is the advanced stats the only stats you can look at, number one. And number two, if you don't understand some made-up stat that got made up three weeks ago by pitcher list, then you're an <laughs> idiot. If you don't already know his freaking newest project of his of his best quality pitch, whatever, it was actually an interesting process that he live streamed on Twitch about him making the stat. And I watched this the Twitch broadcast and I loved his idea to like quantify how good a pitch was, no matter if it got hit or not. You know how good the location was, and on that be location, because you, you don't, don't want, want it to be math homework
1: when you're watching a game.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not everything has to be math homework, but I do like it though, and I do want it. It's a great area. I do area. want to. a great it. Area.
1: I know what you're talking about. Exactly. Presentation and it hanging have out to be all the time, versus, like, hey, I want to read an article for why this pitcher's struggling. You know exactly,
0: I mean? but it doesn't have to be that all yeah. the time. Okay. Sometimes okay. it can just be, hey, Vinny P's hitting 382. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs>
1: It's school. like you know the meme that's like the kid who's looking out who's smiling at the green, the light pastures, and then there's the other kid that's looking at the sad thing. Yeah. I don't know if you see that one. That one was like that yeah. boy nice versus yeah, oh, wait, would, I gotta look yes. up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, yes, a nicer that would life. be, I that would be mean. like
0: on, on, on the happy side, it'd be Vinny Pascantino's hitting 272. On, on the on the doom and gloom side, it'd be Vinny Pascantino's expected weighted on base percentage whenever you look at his batting average against. Top quality arms is actually only a buck seventy. He's actually only beating up on bad pitchers. Like, dude, shut up! <laughs> like, shut up! Like, let us have some fun for a second. Uh-huh. We need more fun. Now, when it comes to evaluating players, in the sense of like who the Royals should sign, who they should pay, yeah, dig deeper, find the answers. But don't act like Vinny P's not it, having a good season. It, the gray area. Whenever, whenever, There's whenever a middle ground that
1: we're looking for. Where I don't need to. I don't want to tune into part of the interruption, and Mike Wilbon gets mad because we don't care about wins for pitchers anymore and he's complaining about why is DeGrom going to win the Cy Young it's like well th- see that stat that's the one that I'm the most out on stop stop,
0: stop. and and that stat that stat has been proven to yeah not that matter. one has literally been and like, the explanation and the explanation yeah. is clear as day doesn't, why it does he not, he not matter. determine the offer hey guys have we ever considered yeah. that like it's not the pitcher's fault if this or that happens but like taking away batting average as if it's some useless outdated stone age idea <laughs> just dumb
1: but yeah you got to remove the will bond like i back in my day but now all the th- i love when he was he was also right on this rant last week where it was like 30 year olds and their analytics are voting on the hall of fame i'm like what 30 year old is voting on the hall of fame first of all like please explain to me what young person gets the ability to vote in baseball first of all and he was complaining about wins now that being said uh i i get your point i get your point i think it's good and that being said um yeah, I think that the broadcast thing. <laughs> that's how this originally started. Um, I, I think that it's it's tough. I enjoy it, but I, I think they have to find a way. May, and I think it's a TV thing. Maybe if you want to give Machado a break. You know what I mean? He goes out. You talk to him while he's in the dugout. Oh, they went one, two, three. All right, Manny, we'll see you in a little bit. Maybe. Because I think you just get more fun answers there. Because they don't have to be as locked in. You know what I mean? But. I don't know. I understand. Because sometimes they're good, though. Sometimes they're good. I don't know. So we'll have to see. You have any more? So
0: the last question I had for you on the Which broadcast. Which teams we
1: got to cross off from the power rankings? We got another one?
0: No, this is about the okay. broadcast, and then we're going to get okay. to that real quick. And there's only one question about the, the power rankings, but and there's also only one more question about the broadcast. Uh, yesterday, yeah. Mookie Betts, game-tying home run, and mm. uh, Eduardo Perez said... Look at that Nando, that's a superstar Mookie Betts. And then he went on SiriusXM and gave a full-fledged apology about saying that. Was did he did he need to apologize for saying that?
1: No, but also what a loser comment. <laughs> So, both things can be true. What First of all, what are you talking about? That's what a superstar You hit is. the nail on the head. Tatis is the one that won them game one by himself. He had the great catch. So, that's stupid. It's just a dumb. But I don't need yep. you to go on and do an yep. apology. It's not like he said, hey. Oh, he went on a. Huge yeah, like
0: apology. You don't need to do it. an apology. Yeah, it's like you, you don't do, need it's to it's act like t- you said.
1: T- I, look, there's someone that actually had to apologize for what they said on air this week. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? That's different. No, I don't need an on air It's just dumb. And if people want to make fun of a terrible take, it's a terrible take. I didn't even hear that. This is see, this is why I made the game sometimes. And I just like talking and hanging out with people. That's very dumb. That's a terrible take. I just want to see, I
0: just want to know what you thought about. Like, should he have apologized to it? I don't think he should have apologized, but it was a stupid take. He could admit I'm wrong, but like apologizing was a bit extreme. Here's the power rankings that we started with at the top of the season. Braves, Padres, Astros, Mets, Dodgers, Yankees, Phillies, Blue Jays, Mariners, Guardians. Cardinals, Rays, Twins, Angels, Brewers, White Sox, Rangers. We've already agreed to move the Rangers up. Uh, we've already agreed that the Rays, of course, were underrated. My one question this week about our start of the year power rankings, is it time to write off the Cardinals? Yeah. Are they done I was about
1: to say. I can't write them off as a cross-off, but they have to be significantly lower. Like I'm set sa- I'm talking like definitely like below the D backs, below the Orioles, below the Brewers, below the Angels, below the Twins, probably below the Cubs, below the Red Sox, below the Pirates. I'm not buying into the Pirates yet. So but like around that range, you got to move them down. This is a team that has refused to invest in starting pitching for the longest time. Right. Like every year, everyone's like, get a pitcher. And they're like, no, we want to rely on Adam Wainwright and Jack Flaherty. Like, OK, what about Marcus Stroman? No, we want to rely on Adam Wainwright again. And it's worked a decent amount. Last year they were pretty good, although they got bounced in the first round by the allegedly good defense they had. Um yeah, the, the Cardinals, it just feels like them them not caring seemingly about upgrading their rotation is finally catching up to them. Uh that's what seems to be the case. They refuse to make any trades for big players and they just haven't signed anybody. And there's been guys on the market before that they could have afforded. I don't know how they're a team that didn't go out and pay Nate Evaldi, someone like that, you know, a middle tier starter. Uh, I think you got to move the Cardinals down by a lot, and at this rate, they're also, along with the White Sox, going to be one of the more interesting trade deadline teams, where teams are going to be watching and saying, "Okay, if they're still not competitive and good, that could be a team that everybody's interested in getting their players." So, remains to be seen. I agree. I
0: I, I can't. Okay, so there's just something about this, and and this is why I wanted to ask you to lead off this topic. The Cardinals to me are like the Royals' boogeyman. Like, Hmm. like they're their biggest rival. They're the in-state rival. They're like just everyone has envy of the Cardinals. If we're being honest, but we can't admit it. So I I just cannot write them off yet. I know how bad they've been. I know that their record is comparable to the Royals. They only have like one more win than Kansas City. Mm -hmm. But there's just something about the Cardinals I just cannot shake, and that's probably just inherent bias that I should get rid of and like just fully write them off as I did with all these other bad teams. But I just can't get there. And that's probably, again, I'm probably the one that's wrong. But I can't write them off. What I will say is the Rangers are a top-10 team in baseball. They are a top-10 team in baseball. They have the best offense in the sport without Corey Seager playing right now because he's not healthy. They are a top-10 team in baseball
1: to me. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll have to revisit this again next week.
0: We will. Javi, thanks for joining us. We're going to do our cross-off teams next week. We're also next week. Going to do our top five coolest teams in baseball and top five most hated teams in baseball. So stay tuned for that. Until tomorrow, be good. Be good to one.